A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hello, signers. Uh, before we get into this week's episode, we have more reviews. Hell yeah. Woo, woo, Thanks woo. for coming through, babies. You yes. really want to hear your written words. And hey, five stars, we're doing it for you. We asked and you did it. Um, if you're not aware, if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on the air, whether it's good or bad, as long as it's five stars and not racist or sexist. Uh, <laughs> or any ist, really. Yeah, any ist. Uh let's get into it this review comes from j ron fox and it's entitled hilarious and insightful i recently stumbled into your podcast last month and have been in love with you three ladies ever since oh you're my. incredibly funny and i really enjoy listening i've learned a lot from some of the topics you discuss i make sure to listen to at least one new episode every day because they really boost my mood oh. please keep it up you're all great and each have your own special things that i love that you do in the podcast side note i've heard stevie talking about how she's involved in the casting world in LA and I was hoping to get some advice on how to get my all-time favorite show Survivor. <laughs> I'm only 21 but I've sent in an audition video for each of the three years I've been of age. Just hoping to get some insight if she's willing. Um, Sure. I actually know some people who cast Survivor and I've worked alongside the teams that do. It's a really hard show to get on. Not gonna lie. It's a very popular show. Same as like Big Brother. Like it's just so many people want to be on it. It's not like other shows where it's your odds are high so it, it's tough um i mean i think you just submit a cast yeah you like you said you just submit a casting tape it's pr straightforward i mean truly energy smiling i know it sounds like so lame smiling goes a long way um just being sure of yourself i think obviously being dramatic is helpful in this situation so maybe I don't know what's asked of you for the survivor casting. Like, I don't know what, like, qu questions you answer. Um, 
love Survivor. I mean, good light. If you get us, on, I need to interview. I mean, <laughs> also, like good lighting goes a long way. Like not having like something that's shot in the dark in your bedroom. Like spend a Saturday afternoon like outside. Like set up fake Survivor pits. Like just be wild. Like I mean, don't be desperate either. They don't want you to be like, I love this show and I really would love to be on it. Like just be confident in who you are. And um. Any like silly weird stories or like hookups or drama like I, it's a very Survivor's very old it's one of, it's like the first reality show so they like those kind of trophy things and also I mean if you love Survivor obviously you've seen seasons of it like look through the archetypes of people that are on there and f- figure find out it figure, figure out which one you are and and lean in like it's very over the top and campy um, but good lighting and a good casting tape like it can't look shitty. Otherwise, executives get bored after four seconds. Like, they see your shitty video. They're like, ugh, next, I have a thousand of these to go through. So, and short and sweet. Yep. Um, that's it. But good luck. It's very hard to get Hell on. yeah. Um, Thank you. Send us okay. your tape. Yeah, well, I can give notes. <laughs> uh, our next one is from uh, AV, Leo 92 from Australia. My Monday night bedtime story. Yay for 100 episodes. Thank you for creating such a welcome and fun welcoming and fun community i live in melbourne australia and now feel like i have pals from around the world cheers to you julia stevie and lisa super grateful for you leo sun aries moon cancer rising p.s do you ever wonder if there is a planet out there with beings that look to astrology and consider earth in their forecast oh the little blue planet is retrograde again no wonder my car won't start as <laughs> in quotes yes, i mean i yes. have a theory about this that earth is when you like you make a fucking huge mistake <laughs> and people are like oh dude i fucking totally earthed that oh like, man oh i'm such an earth <laughs> man my earth is in whatever <laughs> love it my earth is in zanu zanu <laughs> um your next review comes from cusp fam hell yeah dude um the Reviews titled Cusp Truther. Wow. Love this pod. I started it soon after my Gemini Cancer Cusp was born and I was feeling isolated and depleted. Hello, postpartum. I'm a Taurus, Aries Cusp, and my husband is an Aries Pisces Cusp. Wow. We all love WIS baby heart <laughs> emoji. Also, revisit the mac and cheese at from time to time for a good laugh. Aww. I don't know what the last emoji is because I am not cheese. up to date. It's a cheese. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, oh, also, like that it was a consider mac and cheese episode just because we probably talked about mac and cheese like for a majority of it i know i mean i love love cusp fam i mean you got a lot of i mean it makes sense that you're a cusp truther truther. if you have like a lot of cuspy energy also probably same you know degree sort of you know same dates numbers and numerologies um and congrats on your baby all right this next review is from caitlin's pages (laughs) and it's entitled libra leo aries mix showing some love Hi, ladies. I recently got interested in astrology as a leisurely hobby. And y'all's, sorry, I'm from Texas, podcast is very helpful for me to learn more. I'm a Libra sun, Leo moon, and Aries rising. And I'm still not quite sure of what to make of that combo, knowing from y'all that Libra and Aries are opposites. There's so much that goes into astrology. And I'm glad I have found y'all's podcast. Keep it up, ladies. Hey. Thank you. Well, it just means you're a charming, little, rambunctious, functious Texas queen. Bless your heart. Yeah, Yeah. just bless your sweet old heart (laughs) uh next up is so what's even compatibility anyway from kelly joe yo uh ladies i love y'all on this podcast to touch on compatibility i'm a cap son with a gemini son fiance and for the longest time i were told we weren't compatible but i obviously didn't listen 
So recently I've done some real digging. He's a gem sun, Pisces moon, Sagittarius rising with Mars and Capricorn and his Mars's first house. And I'm a Cap sun, Aqua moon, Taurus rising with Mars, Venus and Mercury and Sagittarius. Basically, I was super bummed when people used to say we weren't compatible based on sun signs alone. And I'm here to say that doesn't always matter. He helps me pour out my aqua heart with his Pisces love. But being a Gemini, he never stifles my need for adventure and freedom. We're loud and share an obnoxious Sagittarius laugh and my Cap organizes his intense Gemini mind. And I was able to figure out figure this out with the help of these ladies schooling me every Monday. Thank you, angels. Oh, so sweet. I mean, sun compatibility is just so fucking boring, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's just true. It's just not like, it's not the full picture and like, I love how you can recognize all what the... What is compatibility anyways? Like yes, you said. I love how you can recognize the different elements and planets and placements and how they might help and feed into each other. So that's just, that's just awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Good job. <laughs> Your next review comes from Punk Marsh. And it's called Horny Goat Weed. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. This podcast has gotten me through countless commutes by either making me bust out laughing or pause th- pausing the episode to call a friend and spill all the new <laughs> astro knowledge I learned while listening. I'm a cap sun. Surprise, another goat in your reviews. Pisces moon and a Gemini rising. I've always felt extremely confused conflicted between my daddy earth sun energy <laughs> and my baby water moon. This pod has helped get closer to finding a way to embrace, embrace both signs and all my other aspects. Shameless plug, I'm in an six all-women punk rockish band in Austin called The Pinky Rings. We oh. skate, write songs about dirty skater, and stick together in an industry famously uh, industry that famously breaks women apart. I love this. I'm on lead vocals and bass. Thank you, Gemini Rising. I've gotten all the girls into What's Your Sign. Cool. We have one Cap, two Virgos, one Sag, one Cancer, and one Pisces. So, yes, the Earth signs clash on management while <laughs> the water and fire signs provide the monthly cry scream sessions. We love you. Please keep doing what you do. Cool. Oh, the, thank you. The, and check the out Pinky, pinky rings. rings. That sounds awesome. Dude, we'll have to, like, have a f- big old Pinky Ring WIS, like, kick-ass bitch bash. Yeah, like, for sure. Coming to you soon from Austin, Texas. Hell that yeah. So and our final, I love that name. Pinky Ring. So um, our final review uh, is entitled Not So Alone-ish Now. Uh, this comes from Not So Aqua Aqua. Uh, Ooh, wait, there's a... This another? Goes. Okay. It's a... Oh, this is a this is a review. Okay. Oh, okay. I think that's it. Oh, okay. There you go. Not So Alone-ish Now. I started listening to your podcast after Refinery29 posted about it sometime last year. I fell in love immediately. Swoon. Ha ha ha. Let's back up. I was guided to podcast by my doctor and quote unquote counselor to help me with my severe anxiety with your pod I was able to be me cliche right I don't know how else to explain it but yeah thanks for helping oh my counselor is really an astrologer Leslie but it's so taboo to have an astrologer so to people she's my counselor (laughs) see that hour and sometimes I listen to you guys and I am me uh Wait, okay there. Leslie's been in my life the last six years, and trust me, she's helped more than a lot of counselors out there. You know the ones that go by the book. Yeah, those. Anywho. Uh, Refinery29 just posted one of Leslie's articles, which was exciting to me since I tell her about your podcast. I do have a great doctor. I do have Leslie. And finally, I found a counselor I'm compatible with. Uh, Astrology helped me get there too, LOL. So my boyfriend, who I've kept this from as recently, (laughs) grown more interested in astrology, in part to entertain me, and another because he genuinely loves me. He's bugged out about the podcast. Podcast I'm so dedicated to. I repeat episodes, but 
He thought it was silly until a recent road trip. And guess who has the road DJ? Me. <laughs> we listen to episodes I pretty much have memorized. And yep, y'all got yourselves another listener. Yes. I do that. I do love that it's become easier and more accepting to believe in astrology, holistic approach in health and mental health awareness. Age of Aquarius. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Still learning through you guys and your guests. Thank you for all that you do. You help much more than you can imagine. Love this mess of a person. Aquarius sun, Leo moon, Leo rising. Told you I was a mess. And her <laughs> sweet Sag BF with a Leo moon too. How are we even compatible? I don't know, but it works. Aww. Thank you. Not so aqua aqua. It's probably because you both sound it. like fun as fuck and expressive and, and like just bi- like want to do it big and love to hearing that we converted another hater it is it is my gatorade it is my fuel um it's she runs some americans run on duncan i run like- on fucking haterade baby <laughs> uh, uh thank you guys so much for your reviews it really it helps us and it also just makes us feel good um if you if you haven't done one consider doing it yeah. we we love it and uh you'll get to hear your words read aloud. Uh, thank you again, and please enjoy this week's episode. I've got friends with attitudes, selfish and lazy. Is this just astrology? Mercury, maybe. My friends get so sensitive, it drives me crazy. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm the goat who ate his children of this podcast. <laughs> oh, that sounds like, that reminds me of the Billy Goat's gruff. gruff. Uh. It's like, oh, he ate his kids. The Billy oh. Goat's gruff. Is that he, what that story is? That's no. the story of the Capricorn disease. What? The Capricorn disease? No. no he doesn't the, really eat, the Billy Goat doesn't eat his oh. kids. But I'm just thinking of that where it's like, oh, the Billy Goat's like, I love it. I forget how that story goes. I was going to say, what do those billy goats gruffing They have to, isn't it the troll under the bridge? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I I just remember they were very cute. The illustrations were lovely. They were also like, I feel like my companion book to Stinky Cheese Man. Like they were just like a very Stinky Cheese Man. Stinky Cheese Man. And they were just like weirdos of the children's illustration world. Billy Goat's Gruff. Billy Goat's Gruff was like scholastic book fair purchase Ooh. oh oh but the man each dish children i didn't know that story um it's just a story of saturn it's one yeah saturn, 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 saturn. it's yeah. one of the horns or oh. the star cronus i think it's one of the horns of the constellation i could be wrong uh ate his kids and then um because he thought they would overthrow him but the wife switched one of the kids for a rock so the kid became zeus and freed the ones that were in his belly oh hell yeah and oh. you know what he was right. Get, get, <laughs> yeah, yeah. get out of my belly. Get in my belly. <laughs> oh, wait. I forgot. So I mentioned in the previous episode, I went out of town. So I didn't mention how I took psychedelics when I was out of town. And when I was sitting in the tub looking at this guy, I could see the constellations. But like, you know, in the constellation app, when you yeah. like hold it up and it shows you the shape, I was looking up and I was like, I can truly see Scorpio. 
like the Scorpio, like I can see what ancient people who are probably microdosing on like DMT back in the day. Like I can see that. Hang on. Like I got to check if it is that. And I was like, whoa, it is that. Yes. And it was so weird. Like what did you do? Mushrooms? I did uh, LSD. Had you done it before? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it's been a while. I haven't done it in like two years. And also it was like a fake out trip. Because we had these toothpicks, which I've never seen LSD on toothpicks before. Uh. Um, So I had to like chew it and suck on these two toothpicks for like over an hour. So I'm just like. That's a long time. (laughs) It was a very long time. And it was to the point of like, all right, took it maybe like an hour and a half after sucking toothpicks for an hour went by. And I was like, I don't think it's working. We also were warned that they were like, whatever, like it might not be a thing. And it's like, it's fine. Like, let's shoot our shot. And then we like made pizza and we're like, yeah, we're not, it's not a thing. I think we should go bowling maybe in an hour because it hasn't worked. And then, and then the pizza, something in the pizza activated some chakra of my brain. And it was like, oh, I'm feeling funky. And it was definitely like, it was definitely on like the lighter side, which as an adult, I'm like, which is, that's great for me. Yeah. Like I love a light, a level light dosage. Um, but yeah, I got to see like, all the constant, like truly see the constellations connect and take shapes. And uh, it was nice. And it was also, I forget, I love psychedelics for just like a good, like, it's almost like pu- doing a little puncture in your brain to just kind of deflate all the like anxieties and just like, I, I, I it's like an antidepressant. I felt like I took like a nice kind of trippy kind of visual antidepressant and it was just like, ah. That's great. I, I mean, also do people who microdose report. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just like, and that's what at first we thought were like, when we didn't really feel it, we're like, I'm like, I feel happy, but, and I feel kind of like, I always get a bit of anxiety in a trip. I don't know what it is. I think there's like, I put pressure on myself to have fun and I put pressure on myself to like, just be a good vacationer, even though I like being, I do like being home, but I do like traveling. I also forgot straight up like everything. Like I forgot my birth control. I forgot my deodorant. I forgot my toothbrush. <laughs> like I, I forgot like all the essentials, but I remembered like, slime and toothpick acids like yeah. I'm like I'm prior- priority <laughs> but I also what are like, you gonna brush your teeth on vacation <laughs> who cares so I was like okay I'm gonna make this work so it was also like it kind of felt in theme of like oh what like letting I, go yeah like oh, whatever like rolling with it I'm rolling with it oh I'm not putting on makeup for two days <laughs> but scary or I'm not brushing or I'm using my booze toothbrush and then we just brush our teeth with water and eat tic tacs whatever like we're making we're making it work but it was really 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 cool to like have like a a brain moment of like seeing constellation I've never I've never seen that before and I could actually like name who was who and Venus was out Venus was out and about uh very shining brightly so it was uh, very cool that's cool that sounds awesome and Venus also I was looking and I could see Venus and I was like, it looks like it's uh, in Capricorn, but I know it's in Aquarius, but they're like constellations were like crossover. Yeah, they're well, like crossed I over right into each other. I read the other day that's like um, because of the axis shift, like all of the constellations are like one sign yeah, over. Yeah, I just saw that too. You see, where was yeah. that? Uh, I think it was a Facebook ad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. But it was something yeah. like that where it was like just just visually, not like not like 13th sign. The, per, the procession of the equinoxes. Yeah. 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 All of that where it's like it's just over a little bit. So it's like we know it 
via because of the things but it's doesn't it might not actually line up with what you're seeing in the sky yeah and that's what i could see but i like knew astrologically that that wasn't it so i was like whoa what is this but i'm like oh they're also like next door like they're names so it makes sense that they're kind of sharing each other they do share stars in some of the constellations and stuff too so it makes that makes sense um so highly recommend chewing on acid toothpicks for i've never it's so funny because i feel like i I say this often that it is about like the literal planets and stars, but I, the idea of looking up at Venus and knowing that that's where, like, that's, I would never do it. I would never think to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just hard here because there's, you so can't much see light stars. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess that's why stars are not a huge, maybe that's why we're obsessed with them because we can't see them. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, it's, it, you really, and I was saying this when I was all like goofed up. I was like, whoa, like most places in the country, you can see yeah. this regularly. I just live in city enclaves where I don't get like the full dome effect and the full like you can just see all this shit and just like sitting out and like turning off the lights in the cabin, turning off like there's no li- there's just it's just like, oh, sorry. Fuck. The stars can't compete with the real stars. Oh, and celebrities. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and honey, later that night sitting for. We try to use the tub. I think we used it five times, which was like my goal. Uh, but there on the like last night, which we knew we were going to tub again in the morning. So I was like, all right, one last tub. And then I could just hear this dog barking like really kind of far, but it kind of sounded closer sometimes too. And then far again. And it sounded like a junkyard dog, like going off. And I was like, okay, either this junkyard dog is like roaming down this dirt road. And the, I'm on, we're on dirt roads. There's It's like fucking hills yeah. have eyes shit out here. And I could hear him like, it's either coming here or it's chained up and something's coming to it. And then like, we just heard it barking. And then another dog starts barking in the distance. And I was just like, I'm like, I don't know. Dogs kind of freak me out a little bit, especially like rabid desert yes. dogs. Cause I don't know. I don't want to be that person that gets mauled, like microdosing, like in a tub, like <laughs> skinny dipping by like some junkyard dog. <laughs> My titties ripped off by like just Cujo. Dude, I love that. Wait, what a way to go. <laughs> what a way to go. I fucking love dogs. But I've been bitten by so many dogs. <laughs> I, I'm always just like, yeah, dude, I'll walk your dog and I'll walk in all confident. And the dog's like, arf, right in my leg. But then oh. after a symphony of dogs start going and then you hear, yip, 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 yip. And the coyote, the coyote, there's a no. huge pack of coyote. You could just hear them. And it was like dogs versus, versus coyotes. coyotes. And it what was like, the, the echoing sound of coyotes probably getting like a shih tzu was just like oh, oh my terrifying. god i'm like we gotta go in i don't want a coyote to jump up in this tub but pablo let me know coyotes can't jump oh because we had a fence we did have like a big fence he's like they can't really jump like it's their thing like they Why don't really pablo know so much about coyotes no la local and <laughs> i don't know that much about coyotes I thought they did jump i thought they were really good at jumping fences and getting people's pets oh uh, maybe he was just trying to make me chill the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> we did have like one of those maybe like... he doesn't know anything about coyotes. maybe it's just, no we did I, have a very tall that they're fence. sneaky and they can get in uh, maybe they can get yeah, under yeah. but we had very tall like we had, we were on quite At a bit us. of acreage. Can coyotes jump? <laughs> I mean, I was I was convinced and felt like Eddie's, but also He's was probably like, right. But also was like, it's time to go. Also, in. just that sound when you could the just sound. hear it's it is disturbing and echoing. Like it was very cool and was like, oh yeah, I'm in, na- in nature. Like I'm in nature. Like this is what I came out here to do. You know, there's snakes. There's sh- shit. There's just all of that. Um. So yeah, just a little astro moment. 
fueled by drugs. (laughs) Do you guys have resolutions? Yeah, I have a lot. Yeah. All right. Yeah. (laughs) I got Mm. some. I actually did one the other day. I got up early. That's my new resolution. Oh, yeah, I saw you posted that. I needed... And people gave me some good tips about getting up early. Most of it is willpower. Um, Yeah. So didn't really help me out there. But I got... I'm just... I just want a whole life before work begins, the day begins. Those days like where you feel like you have a flight and you have to get up and that's that stomach feeling of like, oh, I got to get up early. And then you have that whole morning. Morning smells good. It's quiet. Nobody's out there. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's so lovely. I just, I'm a teenage boy. I can sleep till fucking 2 p.m. If like, if left to my own device. I love my bed. I love sleeping. I just need to go to bed earlier and wake up earlier. So that's my goal. And I did it once, which already felt like a huge accomplishment of like going to a fucking 730 Pilates class. Like that is unheard. Like never have I ever, never have I will ever. It's, it blew my mind that I could do it. But the fear of like, I signed up, I said I'm going and I will get charged 20 whole dollars if I don't go was enough to get you up, get my ass out of bed. So that's my, that's kind of my big, and to be a better plant mom is um high on my high on my resolution list all right oh my cat just licked me she's like you can be a good like you're a good cat mom i am a good cat mom but i mean i buy plants i let them die i refill them with new ones and i i shouldn't do that i should try to keep care of of those ones and not water them when they look like disgusting like and it's just I I need to just like put calendar reminders There's in a, my phone to wa- water your plants now it's Sunday at noon like do go around and do everybody. There's an app where you like take a picture of the plant and it tells you what it needs. Ooh. I forget what it's called though. I got an ad for it, but I That's and cool. I I think I have it flagged on Instagram. I'll check for you cuz it was like, "Ooh, I need that cuz I feel like I feel like I'm a decent plant mom, uh but like it would be nice to know if I'm if it, what they need. Yeah, I just don't. I I love plants. I'm a fucking Taurus. Like I love the beauty of them, but I'm not good. Like like if I had my way, I'd have like a plant you know assistant that would come do everything for me yeah. and make sure that they're living their their best lives. So being a better plant mom, waking up earlier. Like I think they're too doable. Yeah. Also resolutions to 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 try. Uh, what are you guys, are you guys doing anything, putting anything into motion? My resolution is, um, to work on being kind. Ooh. Um, I think that I, I don't think I'm a particularly kind person. Um, and I don't know if you like have to be, but I think that I'm like, I'm polite and I'm strategic and I am caring Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that kindness to me is like a separate thing. That's more about being gentle and tender. And, um, I, that's not, we'll get into it later on in this episode of maybe why. Um, but I think that just like making things nicer and kind and, and warmer for, for people, myself included. Cause I also think that I'm not like that with, with myself mm. either so just kind of like choosing a choosing a gentler more tender Understa- option. understanding yeah like i i feel that 
That's, yeah. I saw somebody post, and uh, if you're that high school person that listens to this podcast, thanks for, you know, upping our algorithm. <laughs> but I just saw someone post, like, uh, if you're going to the second floor, uh, you shouldn't have to take the stairs and not take the elevator and slow it down for the rest of us. And I'm like, this person might have a disability. This person might be pregnant. Like, it, And it was like, I think I wouldn't have... Th- in my like previous astrology life, I probably wouldn't like, hell yeah, what a rude, lazy ass, like move it, toots. But now I'm like, I just see and know and have like sampled and talked to so many people that I'm like, you know, like, yeah, is that an inconvenience in your mind? Sure. But like everyone has a story. Uh, not everyone's out to fucking ruin your day. Maybe look at yourself and see why that like bothers you so much. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I also wrote that to them, <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "True, true that you don't know, pe- like, yeah. you don't know people. Like, maybe they have like fucking burn scars underneath their clothes. Maybe they like you just don't. Maybe they're just high. Yeah, <laughs> like, like honestly, like if if the person told you, like, dude, I'm fucking way too high to take, to the, take stairs. the stairs. You would be like, like, all right, dude, yeah. like, fine. Like, like, what if I get locked in? Also. Mind your, I don't know. Mind yeah, your. Also, it's like who fucking cares? We're in an elevator. We're already all taking the easy way out, mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, maybe they just don't want to take the fucking stairs. Who cares? Yeah. Like, so let them let them live. Yeah. So I think like kind, like what you're saying with kindness, also goes to just letting things be. Probably yeah. in some in some ways. I think it's also the idea of kind of like giving people the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Um, uh not being so judgmental or like uh the concession that Brene Brown always says is like everyone's doing their best that doesn't mean that they are doing the right thing or what's what's appropriate or acceptable but no one's doing no one's doing their worst on purpose you know what I mean or like I don't know (laughs) I think it's like you Maybe, but I don't. Th- I I just don't think people do like their worst. I think some people's like Hitler a- thought he was doing his best. Right, his a- best was atrocious as a crime against humanity. Right, but he wasn't like I'm trying to be the worst bad guy of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like levels of awareness and what what's good to you is bad to all, yeah. all of those sorts of things. Yeah, but and again, that doesn't mean that you I've apologize for using a hitler example because now i'm like be kind to everybody <laughs> like even if you're a genocidal maniac i don't mean that um but it well, is maybe that. you can change who genocidal it, maniacs would become yeah, like, it is that thing of like i've been trying to do it at work more when i'm like oh there's like a guy that we have to call every every like third friday because he has a standing appointment and he always he's not rude at all he's so nice but he always just talks too long on the phone uh-huh. and like makes a production of it and instead of being like oh my god this guy's so annoying it's like oh well what if like this if this guy enjoys doing that who am i to be like this is fucking stupid i know i know this is going to be a long call so why not uh have- meet- match his tone and be extra be more friendly on my call because that's silly and play whatever some- i'm gonna be me i'm gonna be fucking mad about it that just hurts me he's having a great fucking time he's <laughs> well you know also what I mean? it's not it's always gonna be he's just yeah. that's who he is that's who he's gonna be that's like how he comes and yeah, so what he, am i gonna be like fucking resentful resentment is a poison yep. you drink and hope the other person dies yep oh my god resent um, resentingness oh yeah it is like a plague and it's like it's hard because when you're deep in a resentful like state of being whether it's when you're in a relationship or just where you're at it's so hard to get out of because it just feel it does like 
I don't know. It's like a, it's like scratching like a shitty itch. That's just like, it feels good, but like, you know, it's, it's just, it, it only makes everything else. It puts like a scope on everything else in a bad light. It makes everything negative. It makes everything bitchy and sarcastic and this, and it's just like, well, it's also so like, I feel like it can be aggressive, but yeah. it's also such a passive way of handling something. Yeah. Well, it's, it's easy and it's easy. It's easy to be course. resentful. That's why it sucks. Cause it's like, it's a deep, it's kind of like it can be a default. I think and sometimes you're not aware that that's what you're doing because you are kind of trying to, I think it's, I think being resentful is like searching for outside justifications for why you're feeling away instead of taking care of your feelings, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to, figuring out why someone else is responsible for it yeah and when you just see someone who just doesn't like it's almost like very like libra pisces energy to me that someone that's just like i don't know man i'm just like living my life flying by the seat of my pants and like oh that person's shit man that sucks for them anyways moving on like or just like i don't like let it bounce off of you is like a very like admirable trait because i love digging into gossip i love digging into shit talking i'm just like Truly, I'm here for it, and I think sometimes it serves a purpose, and sometimes it's just fucking fun, but also sometimes it can be consuming. It can really just, like, take in and take a hold when it's, like, I need, I have so much other shit I want to do besides worry about why this person sucks so much. Well, I think it requires a step of, taking it back to my resolution, um, being kind to yourself uh, recognizing that you I think it's really I think it's hard for a lot of people to be kind to themselves yeah um because it requires you to like recognize that you are disappointed about something or scared yeah. of something or whatever that's like that's resentment is just misplaced uh like it not not being kind to the little part of you that's like oh I'm jealous of a thing or like I feel inadequate I feel whatever it is and that's like embarrassing and tender to to we don't like that part of us I think yeah or what I like I don't I don't like to be gentle with that that's like no that's fucking stupid you should be above that you're smarter than that you're whatever like this is this is blah 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 this is whatever um and but that doesn't help make it go away yeah well (laughs) kindness is just being honest with yourself too like yeah sometimes i'm fucking jealous of other people or i see something and i want that but i don't hate that maybe i maybe i do but i don't want to like hate the person because they're doing something that i admire i want like just to like recognize it congratulate them and like there's space for everybody or like i'm just thinking of more of like a competitive example of like life things or goals or what have you but that is that is the ultimate kindness. It's yeah. just like, well, and I think that is an important aspect of it, of being honest because it's like being, it, that's sometimes being kind. I think that's why I like that one is, is saying something mean or, or like saying something true. It's the kindest thing, but it's not an easy or fun thing to say or what they want or what that person wants to hear. But mm-hmm. it's also being tender to all of those things. So, <sighs> Yeah. Maybe that's my new resolution too. <laughs> <laughs> feel free, feel free to take it. I'll cop, add it to your list. I'll cop that one. Lisa, are you resoluting? Um, I have a lot. I don't know. I I do have a lot of medicine. I think to take this year. Like, I think generally, I uh, I have like a lot of fear in certain areas of my life, and a lot of stuff going on under, like not under the surface, but like that I don't talk about or mm-hmm. like stuff that I have to do that I don't tell people why I have to do it or whatever. So I think I need to get a lot 
clearer with myself and others about what I need and like be able to ask for help and stuff, which like I'm, I'm okay at with certain people and certain friends and, but like uh, at work and stuff, I definitely am not okay saying no. And like, Mm -hmm. I I have, I guess, difficult to you with certain kinds of boundaries. Um, and I think like, because my romantic life is good, I like thought that like, Oh, like I'm clear on my boundaries and like whatever, but it's like other things happen. And I'm like, Oh, this is murky and not good. Um, I'm writing a lot. Uh, I don't know if that's like a resolution. I'm doing a thing on our Patreon as well. So we'll see where that goes. Um, But I'm writing a lot in the mornings and I'm like, this is probably the first time in my life that I'm writing to not create. Uh, just like so, getting it mm-hmm. getting it out it's interesting sometimes interesting things come up and like scott's been like oh that's funny that's like a joke and i'm like i don't think it is it's just something that came out of my brain so that it's kind of ni- it's been kind of nice i don't know if i'll do it all year but i think that's important uh my max book that i'm gonna read is the artist way which is like i think a lot of those sorts of things of like not everything you make needs to like be like i only make things that are now for show like sometimes you do need to like going with your under the surface things like sometimes you just need to like get your brain splatter on the paper that sounds gross uh, but you know like sometimes you just have to get things out because that might remove a blockage well, to something that, that you're trying to get also to like tough stuff like if i'm writing like oh this is it going on and i don't want to talk about it like mm-hmm. then usually like my instinct as a writer is to write something t- to contrast it or like to make it okay or like whatever so it's nice because it forces me through my own instinct to find a positive there where it's like, I really hate that this is happening, but like, cause I'm not just going to write, I hate this over right. and over and over. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's been helpful. I don't know that it'll be like something I do all year, but maybe when I'm in tough spots. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like a good, good, you know, I think all resolutions eventually lose steam <laughs> typically. Like that's why you have to remember at the beginning of the year to like either re up the cur- previous ones or maybe like all right i did a little bit of that maybe time to like try something you know try something new but i don't know i think it all like seems to go with that theme of honest like just really being like honest with yourself and not just having to put away things or hide things or uh even if you only want to share it with your with yourself on paper like that's someone new to share it with it's like your objective self and just like really you know seeing it for the first time like even like you know trigger warning rape i just read this chapter in gina tolentino's book of trick mirror that was all about like rape on the uva campus and like how most uh people get raped their first semester of um, freshman year of college which is what happened to me in the same exact setting and i was like damn like normally i'd be like yeah that sucks it's a statistic and over and i was like damn that was fucking tragic and sad and that shouldn't have happened to me and it shouldn't happen to all these people and I don't know, there was this like breakthrough of like, but that's what it is. Like it, it that's what happened. And I can think about it and not have to be ashamed. Like, it's not shameful. It's not like it is sad, but it's the truth. And more people telling the truth, more people talking about how they get jealous or how they feel sad or how they have this is like it frees yourself and frees so many other people. It's so effect. It just like does so much more effectiveness for like everybody at large and it's so helpful um so i think what you said is so beautiful like that makes me like just like tender and 
I fluttery think too, inside. It's like about accepting feedback and, and allowing yourself to see like even like in regards to sexual assault and rape, like I know that some of the feedback that I got from people in my life during those difficult times was inappropriate and was not okay. Mm-hmm. I know that now, but I think like I'm getting to a point where I'm better at like knowing what's bullshit and like what's real feedback mm-hmm. and being able to, even though like, um, and like maybe not in a sexual assault sense, but like in a creative sense, being able to say like, Oh, like, you like have given me feedback on this thing that you don't like. And like, that's valid because what I said was a cop out or what I did like this. I didn't write the joke all the way or whatever, Mm -hmm. but also sometimes people like blowing smoke up your ass. You have a similar vibe where you're like, you're just laughing at that because I said the last word weird. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's like, I think making those distinctions of like what's good feedback and what's not good feedback and what people are there for you and what, who's not well, like and who do you want, i mean i think jokes are like a good a great example because it's like sometimes do you want people just laughing to laugh or do you want them like laughing at the thing that you want them to laugh at and so someone if someone is like oh i don't like that joke but you are like well i didn't want you to laugh at it anyways right. then it's like yeah cool i can i or i can say thank you and not take it to heart at all because i know that you're not a person who's criticism is but when is it, important to when me. it matters to you when the when you ask someone friend otherwise for feedback on a life situation on a creative outlet or whatever that you care about like you should find a way to understand their feedback even if you don't agree with it mm-hmm. and like say like oh i like i see where you're coming from that's not where i'm coming from and i'll try to find a way to make you see where i'm coming from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. damn y'all this sounds like growth hell yeah dude. well <laughs> i mean that's all you can i i had had a i don't think i told you guys but i had a call with my dad for the first time in a oh, year of not oh talking to him because we had because yeah we had many years of just like no, like no boundaries that finally blew up into like an utmost boundary which was like i need space and we had a phone call and i was like just so proud of myself because it just started with like he apologized to start and was just like you know i'm sorry that i hurt you um and it was a hard year and i'm ready to you know pick things back up and i was like cool like it's not gonna be like the same like picking back up but like i'm open to trying and then he went into like it's like walking on eggshells with you so like what am i supposed to do like i fucked up and i I don't know what you want and i was like normally this is where my ass would like take the bait and be like yeah you don't fucking get it and yeah you do fucking suck but i was like hey listen like you're raising your voice and you're um i think you're feeling embarrassed and i think you're feeling like you messed up which you did but I'm here to move forward, but I need you to like bring it down. Like I need you to like bring it down. I need you to chill it out and I need you to accept responsibility. Like I need you to like work towards He's like, Oh, and he just had this and he's an addict. So he's had this like, yeah, you know, like I'm just like, I make, I just seem to make all the wrong decisions. I just seem to do this. And I was like, well, it's time to make right decisions. And it's time to like take agency. You're like fucking 60 years old. So like we, it's, it's time to happen. Uh, otherwise we're going to have a very, just I text you happy birthday and that's it kind of relationship. But if we want to have something deeper, it's going to take work. And I think you should consider like maybe talking to somebody that's a professional, maybe like helping with your communication skills. Cause I need that from you if we're going to move forward. And he's like, okay, okay. I hear that. I hear that. Um, so when's our next call? Should we call next week? And I was like, no, no, no. I need to see some like progress and homework and work. Like, it's got to be it's like we've never done anything towards working towards a healthy relationship ever and it's it's just time to do that and he was like 
got it got it and then he sent me like a few random like picture emojis and things and i was like okay i think he's still trying to learn to get it but i was like whoa like that was just a totally different kind of we've thought. never had that con- we've never had any conversation anywhere similar to that it's always been fucking heat and fireworks and fuck like and just like whoa family is fighting family is yelling like and i know a lot of people have the opposite of families where families just being quietly polite and like you know not doing that at all but uh we're the yelling kind of family and it was like oh no that was a very like i felt like a lawyer just serving my terms like this is like what i literally need and if this can't be met we're gonna have to re well we're gonna have to reevaluate the case, you know the case mm-hmm. later on it was like okay i see your demands and i'm willing to negotiate settle out of court and settle out of court <laughs> <laughs> and not have to get so many lawyer fees involved so i don't know a lot of the things you're both saying kind of i think go with kindness towards yourself which is being truthful with yourself and also um letting people know what you need from them and not just dealing because that's how that person is and that's how this is it's like well this is how i am and this is what i need and i need um respect like at at the end of the day we all need respect yeah i think too like not doing things because it's your duty like yeah conversation with my mom about that recently too where it's like i know you feel like you have to do these things because i'm your kid or whatever but like it do what's good for you and what's like Mm -hmm. what's good for you is good for me like it's not we're not like yeah and like same goes for like other people in our lives like we're not doing things because i mean you have to do some things obviously but it's like don't do things out of obligation if if you can help it yeah Yeah. well there's a difference between compromise and like just pure obligation which is usually rooted in resentment like uh, did you guys see the farewell yes i just watched it last night just very good i mean also like culturally you know in china you're legally allowed to not tell a relative if they're dying so they don't have the fear of death um which is based on lulu wang the director and writer's actual story um it's very fucking good i just sobbed yeah just sobbed um so if you're in for a good family sobbing but also there's i like that that movie just had a lot of reveals of the action like something felt wrong but then it feels right and then it feels wrong again and it's very I've just never seen a movie like that i felt very honest and tough and hard and messy and embarrassing and just like oh it was just really really fucking good i think it's a fantastic movie to watch during capricorn season oh uh, it is it is we're talking about capricorn today but i think it is a very capricorn movie because it is about like responsibility it's yeah. about um, With, withholding yeah withholding but also about family and and honor du- and duty. duty and but and also like maturity and yeah. uh like Sometimes being a being a fucking out, grown up and being outside of who you are, like there was like a good quote in the movie that was since uh, Aquafina, who plays the granddaughter, who comes back from the United States, who moved from China at six years old and goes to China, and the uncle is telling her like that's the difference between East versus West, between you guys and Americans. It's like you're so me. I need to tell her. I need to f- express myself. I I I, and you need to get it out. But we're thinking of society we're carrying burdens for people because that's what family does and i was just like jesus christ like they're both right and they both have equal points and it was just like such an interesting dance to see um played out Uh, just like top movie of the week i was like can't believe i saw this top movie tonight 2019 saw it in 2020 but better late than never yeah you gotta see it but today we're talking about Capricorns, baby. Caps. I had a ton of like kind of epiphany 
thoughts. I mean, they're not like mind blowing by any means, but um, about Capricorn and um, especially the idea of the holiday season mm-hmm. because I kept seeing all the symbology everywhere and like. I was like, oh, this is all like reindeer. It's all like goaty animals and like making a list and checking it twice and like all this like Whoa. really like I kept okay, that's, seeing that's mind blowing. Also, <laughs> I kept not seeing e- all these things, getting gifts like that, like, like the perfect thing for every. Everyone feels like they have to get the perfect like the way you see me is through this like present and like um, this idea of like self control and like there being so much food and like dessert and well and also everything. and now I've indulged and now I must be better and yeah <laughs> resoluting like all of it and uh like I thought of the like I don't know if you guys saw Krampus but uh, these are the movies I see Krampus not the farewell <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's not good but like uh yeah like I think that is very it's like a very goaty um evil character or whatever evil mm-hmm. santa or something. yeah well and it's like i like that dichotomy even though the movie is bad um, but it's like so this is very christian um but the like twofold of it also being like the you know a baby's born in a fucking barn or whatever the lowest the lowest least of something turns out to be the biggest thing and it's like the 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 devil is materialism and all that. So it's like the, I hate to use like reason for the season, uh-huh. but it is that I love it. Yeah. It's totally Capricorn well, energy. I Christmas also, is. I don't know if I read this quote from the Bible when I, uh, were swindling <laughs> when I got back from Chicago. I don't know if I can find it now, but it's like the, I we were at a wedding and we were in a church. I, I'm rarely opening Bibles these <laughs> days, but I they're like flip to this, and I'm like I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm gonna like mm-hmm. like flip around this book and see what's up. And it was I was like looking for the story of the birth of of Jesus, hypothetically, and um, <laughs> uh, it the part where it's talking about the wise men being a, like if they mentioned astrology, and astrology. it does say a star upon its rising like it says like it says something where it's like this is not they're not talking about the sky they're talking about astrology astrology. and i don't know if i find it maybe i'll post it on instagram or something but but i do think like a lot of the um a lot of the winter stuff i mean obviously like the winter season and like those winter animals i think are really interesting i also found a website that was talking about the sea goat um astrolada.com and uh so i guess the sanskrit for the capricorn is makara which means crocodile which is like the sea part yeah and then the goat part is supposedly a unicorn yeah which represents transformation and like the access to the third eye through the single horn um which i thought was really interesting because like I don't know. It just, it does kind of seem like the season of the, like the, both the magic and like the antlered animal and the, like the little tail slithering behind. It's and, very just like witchy, oh, yeah. pagany. Like it's all like that good mystical sorts of things. Yeah. I know. I was trying to find, I saw that same thing about, um, I'm trying to find where it is. Crocodile can't, uh, unicorn being the we, final one. What's the, there's a third one. It's because we also saw Crawl. I was like, yeah, it's a Crawl. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the third one is because I don't know if it was on the same website. It was like I'm a very long find. blog that I was reading. I know. I'm like, I'm looking to see if I can find 
um, where this is. But anyways, I yeah, I I love that. Even the idea, too, of like um, sold out really like fucking had some killer info in this one. Um, but the idea of like winter being, you know, Capricorn, the ruling planet is Saturn, which is about karma and. I think this idea of like winter is when you also find out if you like stored enough and you stored your stuff properly and you uh, like you did you save money? Did you buy the right things? Did you are you going to have food? Are you able to sustain through this winter? And thinking about that all of the time, like just thinking of that being Capricorn energy where it's like it is about conservation and making sure that there's enough to get you through difficult times it's a melancholy it can be a like heavy downer practically sign but they're like getting ready for fucking winter yeah someone has to think about it because if not if you don't then winter comes and you don't have any food saved up Mm -hmm. i saw that like that too that the whole crocodile thing before and what's dash your dash sign uh talked about I looked up the symbology of crocodiles before I got into the more of the sea goatee things and it was very similar in the sense that like crocodiles are revered for you know they can go on earth and water that's like fucking that's crazy shit and it's powerful and totem wise it's they can see clearly through their dreams and to get on onto land like they can like sit sit in the emotions of water and then get up there and go do it and I think that makes sense for this end of year taking stock of like all year we've been doing and dreaming and which dreams have we done and which things have we done that we wish we've dreamed about. And I think it is a good time to like, and it's again, you know, it's the mid heaven too. So it's really is trying to like get into that utmost point of like, what is this for? Like what, what are we doing? And yeah, Capricorn, I think it's of all the stereotypes of kind of being this fuddy duddy emotionless, like uh, just fo- follows the rules and that's it. And it's like, obviously there's kernels of truth f- from those things, but I think it represents bigger things. I think Capricorns can have emotions, but I think it, it is also not going to just give things away. I think it's going to want to move towards the dreams that it wants and not get tied up in the busyness or like the kind of distractionary sort. It doesn't have time. It like, it, there's other things it wants to do kind of like in the Aries sort of Ram energy. So uh, I thought it was cool that they had that. And also I think it was like in, uh, in like, yeah, cause it's part of Vedic astrology with the, the crocodile thing, but also in the Indian festival of Makara with, which is the beginning of their new year, which is January 14th or 15th, which is all about Capricorn stuff. So you get your whole fucking festival uh, Capricorns in India. So come through. Well, I think the something that sold out, uh, which I think actually I don't know who owns the website if they're male or female, um, but it's a lot from a woman author. It's from another book. I'll mm-hmm. find the the name of her because I always go back and forth about he or she. So I'm gonna start saying she because a lot of this is excerpt from Alice A. Bailey's uh, "The Labor of Hercules: An Astrological Interpretation." Okay. So, um, but so Alice brings up a lot about Capricorn being impersonal. Mm. And I think that, you know, obviously a lot of the words would be cold and withholding and all of these. um, But at the same time, it's like, no, it's just not Capricorn's not taking it personal. So they're not indulging in your personal either because it's not like winter isn't personal. It's the time of year. So it's like it it's not uh, happening to you. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it's like it's happening whether you're on board or not so what are you gonna do 
to get through it. And, you know, the, the traditional idea of like father being associated with, with, uh, Capricorn and Saturn, that idea of like, it's, well, you have to provide for a family. You can't, uh, it's not personal. It's not about you. It's not about this thing. It's like, well, I'm doing this for everybody. I don't know. You can't, in order to, in order to care for people personally, you do have to kind of reject yourself as, as a person that is just motivated by individual desires and things like that. Mm-hmm. One of the things I also looked into was the age of Capricorn, which is supposed to occur uh, a good 1,500 years from now. Um, And, I mean, it's all speculation, of course. Uh, One of the things that is speculated is a split between the evolved and the regressing souls. So those who are being good and those who are being bad, which sounds very biblical and like kind of, um, I mean, who knows what would, what, how much technology will have occurred in, in those, in that number of years. Um, but also the, I think this is all from Astrolata. Um, they're, they were talking about how evil happens often out of ignorance mm-hmm. and not pleasure or like evil people like take pleasure in it. Right. Evil that happens out of ignorance is not like uh, a regression of the soul. It's like a mistake, a learning a opportunity to learn. It's when you like it that you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that they talked about was they call it the date of the gate of death or the gate of cosmic consciousness and um i thought that's interesting because i think some like i have heard capricorn referred to as the skin a lot which is the way we experience the world and then or the way i guess your soul would experience the world and then that gate of death would be when your soul transcends your skin when you Mm -hmm. when you leave your body so i think that's like an interesting way of looking at it i mean who knows obviously we're not gonna be alive to find out Mm -hmm. but i think it's an interesting um an interesting way of looking at like well, that or i might be reincarnated it's, yeah. well, it's my like, biggest fear honestly <laughs> <laughs> like, and i'm like life is i mean life is beautiful the movie and should be lived but like the idea of doing it all over again forever kind of isn't it's intimidating as fuck well you might have already done it and you, Shit, maybe this might you be, don't know maybe this th- this is the end mommy well i like that i love that image of of your soul transcending your skin because it's the cancer capricorn axis and cancer is kind of like when you figure out you have have a soul that mm-hmm. that's the thing and then it makes sense that on the other side is like yeah and this soul is contained in a skin that has real that it's you know capricorn we'll go through the stats in in a moment but it's skin and joints and bones and things that can be broken and hurt and things where it's like yeah you also like live in a real body that you need to care for Mm -hmm. uh, in order for that soul to persist Mm -hmm. and when you can can understand that you have both and both are like uh you know again that like impersonal thing it's like recognition of a soul in others makes everybody nobody because we're all just pe- we're all just souls walking around, mm-hmm. you know. And your body's a temple. I um, like gotta treat it right. The astrology for dummy dummies book notes that <laughs> um, at the time it was published, more presidents of the United States were uh, born with their sun or moon in Capricorn than any other sign. Yeah. Um, they attribute this to ambition, shrewdness, and slow, steady movement towards their goals. 
Dang. They want the top spot and they're going to get there. That's what it says. Hell yeah. I mean, well, I... happy to hear that. <laughs> um, let's go through just some some quick stats. Hell yeah. Um, again, we're talking about the sign of, of Capricorn. Uh, this is a, a cardinal earth sign. The symbol, the yeah, the symbol is the sea goat. I feel like people go back and forth about whether it's a sea goat or just the goat. Uh, I like sea goat. Fish goat hybrid is a you know another. I like, I like the fishing goat. Sea goat I, sounds I like, nice, I but like I also goat. just love goats. I like goats too. I mean, I think fish and goats should be. I thought I read something too. So some people saying like they don't like live in the water. That like they're still like a landly thing, but. I mean, it's also a fucking seagull. So I think it's like use your there's water on Earth, man. Use your imagination. I love it. Um, That's the symbol. Uh, Ruling planet Saturn. uh, Ruling body part, as I mentioned, bones, teeth, joints, uh, specifically the knees uh, as well. Uh, Ruler of the 10th house. Well, planet, I guess, whatever. 10th house is is the association uh, associated house with Capricorn. Um, The Tarot card is the devil, which I love. Ooh. Uh, day of the week, Saturday. Durr. The uh, color from Astro for Dummies. Sorry, brown. Uh, well, hey, Earth I love, I love brown, but you know, no one, no one's fighting over brown. It's like I think well, it's like, it. I mean, but also it's a it matu- it's a mature color. Like when you're twelve, like if you said your favorite color is brown, people would be like, "Is she okay?" But now it's like, hey, I love a good sand. I'm 12. Like a I linen. Like camel. 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 Uh, camel. Stone. Like any sure. of those good colors. Um, from a tropical western perspective, it's typically December 21st through January 19th. Oh, yes. I forgot the dates. Ish. Um, right down. Um, but you have to know this. And also, obviously, earth sign. Grounded. Yippee. Honey. Last earth sign. So come come to the through oh here's a joke from astrology <laughs> for dummies i love this how many capricorns does it take to screw in a light bulb how many how many one but it has to be her idea oh oh roasted. i mean i was gonna be like yeah i think the capricorn could get the light bulb probably <laughs> <laughs> yes i think i felt about capricorn reading about it i think similar to oddly enough similar to leo a little bit of this idea of like I really like Capricorn. I have a Capricorn moon, so I think about it a lot. Um, but I like the idea of Capricorn kind of being like, "Yeah, and now what are you gonna do? Like, so what are you gonna do about it?" Um, that's so funny you said that because when you look at the glyph, right? Which I think a lot of people have their interpretations, like, "Oh, it's the hoof and the seagoat tail," or it's the like body of the ram and the seagoat tail. I think to me, like, it's clearly like this Aries V ram, but also that twisty curly is very Leo to me. Mm-hmm. And it has that like Leo tail energy. And I, I think just tails, manes, what have you, like that upkeep thing that Capricorn is very concerned with. And I wrote that down for like, for the glyph was just like, I really see Leo and I feel Leo y things from Capricorn people that it is that like, um, Aries, Leo, that fiery, considering it's an earthy, watery sign of like doing things for yourself, mid heaven being who you want to be, who you aspire to be. And I think Aries and Leo are those people that like are working, like Aries working hard towards a goal and like just fucking doing it no matter what. And a Leo really like planning and caretaking and grooming and doing those things. So I think that I think Capricorn does have that culmination you feel. And I, I saw that in the glyph and that's so funny. I well, mentioned and it's, that. it's an, it's, 
the 10th sign. So it's another one of those like out a bigger thing or whatever. Like Leo is about that like out fifth uh, un je ne sais quoi element or whatever. Yeah. Like the thing, the, when when a person creates something and then that is its own thing. And I think it's interesting having Capricorn come after Sagittarius because it's like, okay, cool, you've gone out in the world and now what are you going to do with that knowledge that you learned? How are you going to, now that you're aware that there's a world, what are you going to do to help it? Or how are you going to live your life based on, on those things? Because mm-hmm. it's one thing to just go and kind of like take from things and and expand but then it's like what what for yeah well i think capricorn also compared to maybe those earlier fire signs of aries and leo capricorn understands that you need to uh and i think that's why it's kind of wedged between sag and aquarius is like i think it knows that you need to go like you're not just going to grow this career alone and maybe if you have a soul yeah maybe you have a bones maybe you have a solo practice sure but you need patrons you need Oh, people that build your, you need a team. And I think they recognize that they can lead teams. They can lead people. They can work smarter, not harder. Like Capricorn doesn't, they can do hard work, but they're also probably behind the scenes figuring out a way to do things that are, to make it less hard at the end of the day. Uh, which I think to last, to be, to be, um, yeah. Well, I think that 10th house too, being public persona and stuff, I know we think of it as work a lot. Uh, because that is where a lot of us are our most public or around the most people a day or so. But, um, I mean, think about, uh, speaking at someone's wedding, having an audience of any sort. I think all of that is very like 10th house, very like any kind of 10 you see in, in tarot, like 10 of cups is usually like a wedding or, or a gathering of, of community. And, uh, so I think that, uh, remembering that like some of those, uh, heights and, and public, persona stuff are fun parts too it's not all like work capricorns are very fun people they're like they're always they're work hard play hard they're always like party harder than anyone you know they're Mm -hmm. fun and funny and i feel like you bring that up often about reminding us how funny capricorns are but it is that you know being honest and being realistic is often some of the funniest that's where like the funniest observations come from and the most uh like yeah, I yeah, I really I feel this with all of the signs whenever we do them, but I really really like felt admirous and and uh tender towards towards Capricorn on this one. I uh well they're they are like while they're like, "Oh, I'm out to get it." Like obviously the sea goat and the goats in general are like our ambitions. They're climbing, they're doing what they have to do, but they also do care about the world at large they care it's not a dog eat dog me or nothing like they recognize the consequences of their actions and the consequences of other people's actions they are connect they're really earthy i think they're very like i feel like they're people who've been like composting longer than you like they've like yeah it's like this is just part of like life this is like things that you have to do like i can't believe everyone's just learning about like thrifting clothing like rather than you know like they're they're well studied they're smart and they you know i think all earth signs can have some stubbornness to a certain a point um but capricorns i think and i talk about it a little bit later in the placements i think when you do surprise a Capricorn, like their whole perspective and world just can shift. Like, and I think that they're open to that shift. I think all our signs are actually really open to that shift. I think sometimes it just needs to kick them in the fucking tooth. <laughs> and yeah, then they're I like, think it's whoa, harder to kind of pull one over on, on a Capricorn because they do think that they've thought of everything or yeah. that they're on top of it. 
I mean, literally like a mountain on top of a thing, looking down at the 10th house. I'm on top of it looking whatever look, but it's I'm like earth oh, and there's emotions a, there still might be a thing behind you or you can't see it mm-hmm. yet or well, i think one of the great examples that i found of capricorn people is jrr tolkien, tolkien. yeah mm-hmm. um because i think i mean i have tried to read lord of the rings so many times and i it's just too much i just can't it's a lot finish. of book. it it's very well written and like i no shade at all i just like can't get through it um but a lot of the symbology in the books is like mountains and forests and all this kind of stuff. And there's this like dreamy quality to it where it's like, there's a quest, there's a mission, we're doing this, but there's all this like dream, which is like very sea goat to me where it's like mm-hmm. a little bit fucking woo woo weird and a little bit like practical, yeah, like mission, you know? So I think that's, I think that's cool. I think it's a good example. I know a few Capricorns that love his works. So. Well, and the idea of them going, it's, you know a thing a thing that could give one person all of the power i can't think of a more capricorn struggle than (laughs) having literally all the power and control or destroying it so no one has all of the power and control yeah and that's such a like that's that's why i love the devil as the tarot card because it's like it's not it's about understanding embracing shadow side and those all earthly bounds but not being chained to that like understanding that you also can well it's like managerial it's like i should have all the power so that i could give you the power of like i don't really want to deal with people's schedules so you're i'm giving you this like i think they know how to delegate and know like capricorns do recognize their strengths and weakness weaknesses they know where they excel and where maybe it might be hard for them to admit like where they might not be the strongest so they want all that power so they can distribute to who they trust to then carry out like the remainder of their power to choose that cabinet to choose the people who make up their staff to make up that board um and back into the glyphs too what i liked there was like a bab in like babylon like i don't know how you say this so forgive but like ea yeah Ah, and Akkadian and Enki, which is all like these, the sea goat sorts of things. Um, all the representation was intelligence, creation, crafts, again, with the holiday season, magic, water, seawater, and lake water, which I think is like Capricorns do have like the, the earthy, the beauty, like they love like good looking stuff and they like style and they like admire those sorts of things. And they also like to feel accomplished and to feel like they've, their life had some kind of purpose and meaning like I don't think a goat goats usually don't just like wander they're usually like heading somewhere that they they gotta go well it's the thing it's like I'm gonna work if I'm gonna work this hard I want something to show for it there's a reason why you do it yeah it's not just to like burn out it's the I like the idea of that like 10 of cups I'm seeing there but it's like the work even the number 10 it's like the work of one person for uh, it's contribution to the circle, the collective being yeah. that zero number that it's like, uh, yeah, working for everyone, working for working so that we can all enjoy the spoils of of my of my work. Yeah. Toads. Hell yeah. Um, let me tell you about the labor. Oh, yes. yes. Story time. So this labor is another like pretty straightforward one, but ended up being really profound to me um this one it's basically hercules has to go to hercules goes down to hades to free prometheus who has been is chained to a rock and is getting his liver fucking eaten out 
uh, on a daily basis. Hell yeah. Getting eaten out by vultures. um, (laughs) Not coming. uh, Or maybe coming. Uh, But he's immortal. So he has to live this torturous day over and over and over because he stole the fire from the gods. Um, So Hercules is tasked with the the, uh, going down and and freeing him. They don't tell him how, but they just say he's, he's in Hades. So you have to go down and you have to find out so he goes and descends uh oh the the great teacher says and i like this uh a thousand dangers you've braved oh hercules and much has been achieved wisdom and strength are yours will you make use of them to rescue one in agony a prey to vast and unremitting suffering so it's like He's done all these tasks, and now this is the first time that we see Hercules doing it for someone else, like saving someone else. Usually it's him kind of doing his own his own things, but uh, so he goes down to hell. He, like, has to kind of fight his way through. He has to cross the River Styx, and it's creepy and all of this, but he finally gets to the throne where he meets Hades himself and is like, hey, I'm here to save Prometheus. And Hades is like, yeah, you can do that, but you have to, uh, you got to fight this uh, monster Cerberus, who's the dog, which we saw in in Hercules the movie, yeah. the three-headed dog with snakes around its neck. Oh. And he's like, if you can conquer this Cerberus with your bare hands, then you can free you you don't even have to do anything. Just do that. I'll let him. I'll set him free. You don't have to do anything. And Hercules is like, challenge accepted because he fucking did it. He <laughs> he just choked it out and conquered it with his bare hands. And then it was like, all right. He found Prometheus and let him go. And then they walked up back out of hell, out into the light. And uh, the teacher was like, the light now shines within the world of dark. The labor is achieved. Holy shit. So it's like. A let, very, let a Capricorn like do that it. That's a devil card too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a literal descent. That's what this sold out. Um, Alice, uh, Alice A. Bailey excerpt was so much about is just the idea of, again, this is Christian leaning, um, but Capricorn being the sign of Christ who died and was born again. All these descended into hell and came back out. All of the, it's the down down from the depths in order. You have to go down into your own personal hell in order to help free other people from their personal hells because you understand the the descent and rise from that. And then because of that, that's kind of where she brought up this impersonal idea where it's like because of your personal that's like a, that can be a lonely thing, um, but you are helping people transcend by seeing everybody's personal things becoming impersonal. I don't know. It's. I I liked that as like the the idea of kind of the burden of being a Capricorn and being responsible and and doing those things and kind of going back to this idea about kindness of of like cutting those people slack that it's like yeah that's a lonely sad place to be of like the one being alone descending into hell and back to like save someone else and it's like yeah you can be rewarded for that and it's re- it's a it's helpful, but you have to fucking go go through hell often. Mm-hmm. Damn, and that just made me realize like Capricorns are like the people that can like open the jars for you. That yeah. like when it's like really hard to open like a pickle jar, they're just like, 
look, you got to tap it on the floor. Or like, I just like, I've like, I've worked all my life to be that person. Like, I'm so flattered. You think I am the person that can open the pickle jar. And now I am going to get this open for you and show you everything I've been working towards. This grip, baby. I think Capricorns are the reason that people say Tauruses are lazy. And I do <laughs> resent them for that. <laughs> I mean, it is funny how like Virgo of the Earth signs, like Virgo and Capricorn, are like the fucking worker bees, and like Tori- babies. And Taurians are like they're sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am sleepy, but also Taurians work hard too. But I don't think the Taurians don't have any shifts. I pick up. It's fine. But Taurians don't have Taurians. I don't have identity in work, which I think like I think when you shift more towards philosophy and identity and you get later down in like the zodiac line i think it does become more of like who am i appearing outwards where the earlier signs do have jesus like i'm just hungry and i'm just I horny i do i don't know but th- that might not be to do with my sun sign yeah but i think i do have like well i think i take a yeah. lot of stuff personally i think like well, think think like want to be good at what they do but i don't think it's necessarily like who they are stereotypically i think it's more i think it's just different kinds of like product of your labor it's that where it's like i think taurus likes to see a more immediate product and i don't know i have a lot of capricorn too i i identify with being a stand-up comedian i identify with being a bartender i usually say that before i am you know, happy or sad or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. but I have both. So it's hard for me to say which ones I, coming out the mouth. I thought it was also interesting that Prometheus is in this labor, even though like it's after he's already stolen the fire. I just thought it was interesting that Capricorn and Aquarius are both Saturn ruled. And it's like, um, s- Capricorn energy kind of sh- takes the, like, Capricorn energy walks so Aquarius energy can run and yeah. it's that thing of like yeah sometimes you have to like do the uh, yeah Aquarius is cool because they like are fucking rebels and they open up the fucking you know we're back to the first labor that we started with yeah we like open up the river and wash it down isn't that fucking fun but sometimes you have sometimes someone has to come unchain you from a rock and they have to do it the old-fashioned way which is like descending through hell mm-hmm. you can't always have like a workaround of a thing mm-hmm. so i just thought that was interesting and, yeah, and like again kind of made me appreciate and um have some fondness for capricorn because it's like yeah that is pretty fucking cool someone does need to do these things mm-hmm. and and i am glad that there are capricorns and that they are in the shit i think too though on like the like other side is since they can do it sort of like scorpio energy i think sometimes it's like but you don't have to if, it, yes. if you don't like like you know one's like being like prove that you can do it but i think in their sometimes in their minds it can be like they are they're like yes. everyone wants me to prove yeah and it's like yeah, no exactly. one asked yeah. you to do this yeah. at all so i think that's just a reminder to our capricorn oh, i think it applies to scorpio people too of like i'm just like do you like this you can it's it's okay to like Get check back out and be like do you like this um because you can do anything good for you like <laughs> you can trudge through any hell that is presented to you with like a cutie little smile on your face and like how's that too bad and it's like mm. making it look easy baby pretty basically uh, um let's go through some placements, some placements. yeah um, i mean we've been talking about in general but the word that uh the key word that march and mcevers from the only way to learn astrology book say uh for capricorn sun is cautious 
Oh. Okay. All right. I mean, that's. I like, don't love it. I feel like they have really <laughs> great words. Um, I think cautious also can just go with like one who was cautious is also kind of smart, like yeah. rather than just kind of th- like, yes, being wild and throwing yourself into whatever is, is cute and can be lead you to different paths you don't know. Um, but yeah, I think there's obviously I think I really do think Capricorns get some of the worst stereotypes yeah. of the of the Mimi Zodiacy life. Well, it's just like, man, why'd you got to do them like that? There's a, there's a, there's a uh, snappier word we could have used for the one keyword. But I think also I was coming into reading this coming off of sold out and being like, Oh, Oh, that just hang on before we do this. There's one going on what you were saying of like the downside of this. So sold out talks about all of these uh, like Christ consciousness things. Oh, Oh, mm -hmm. this, you know, Capricorn is, is so, fucking Christ consciousness is so fucking all about it but uh they say if you were born if you were born in the sign of Capricorn please do not get the idea that you are an initiate we should lay emphasis on a sense of proportion and the inferior and the status of evolution aspirants either suffer from an inferiority complex that makes them feel it's not possible to do anything or they have an exaggerated idea of their importance they have a touch of soul consciousness but only a tiny touch which they think is the whole thing and become inflated holy jesus all right so rude yeah before you get all inflated like oh yeah you're right you're right i am fucking christ incarnate well you know what it goes back to and we haven't really talked about this symbology with cancer and capricorn is the mom dad struggle like capricorns are seen in the dad zodiac and guess what like a lot of dads like talked about early on like you're not as physically connected as you are to like a mother figure. And like dads usually do feel like the outsider. And I think they have to be, there's so many stereotypes of being a provider and this and that. And there's like all this put pressure put on that no one ever really did when everything should actually just be equal share and equal work and everything should be like, everyone pulls their own weight, but there is this like disconnect emotionally i think that a lot and we just see it even in just mammals like you know male fucking dad creatures want to eat their offspring usually because they're jealous that it's taking away the attention from the mom and Mm -hmm. that's like all right that's fucking weird but i think there is some like yeah you're not really like in the club you're like this outsider looking in and now you have to like go work for us thanks and i think that can feel really isolating and feel really like of course you're gonna feel cold and emotionally detached when you're kind of been declared as this like just go work for us yeah like, we don't need stuff and then come back and then also share attention it's like i again i get i get it not in like the stereotypical kind of heteronormative ways of thinking about a father energy but there is that when it's like oh i'm responsible you guys are here having all the fun you're the soft nice one and i'm out here making sure we're putting fucking food on the table mm-hmm. where's my where's my hut where's my fucking yeah and that's why those dynamics are like typically don't work like or they burn it's very equals burnout or feeling resentful, resentful. and feeling these things drink and, and <laughs> take a shot uh like you're not doing every like yeah i think Capricorns, everyone needs an equal share of the pie. We all need times to be emotional and vulnerable and then times to do all the work. But no one's saying do it like just like how it's written. Like you don't need to be a cookie cutter model of like what a provider looks like. Because providing can be all sorts of different ways. Anywho, Cap Risings. Um, I love, I think Capricorn Rising is a very 
I think since it does have those Leo qualities, like I think Leo Rising is a very sexy kind of placement. I think Capricorn is also kind of a very sexy placement. I see very like someone that wants to be taken seriously, someone that does want to be taken as a powerful figure, someone that like all the Cap Risings I know and now like realizing I know a lot more Cap Risings in general are those people that have like their signature makeup. is They have a look. They have their signature makeup. They can do it in under five minutes. They have like a timeless, like they're almost like very Daria-y where it's like, I have my look. Mm-hmm. I figured it out. It's working for me. And it's just like a very like curt, fabulous. Um, I think, uh, I think all Capricorns have a very funny, dry sense of humor. Um, but I think Capricorn Risings do have that, like, Leo Rising, where you're just like, oh, they're just like, oh, did you just, oh, you put on that, like, oversized jacket and it works for you? Wow. So, like, one could be so lucky. Mm-hmm. Both the Virgin Mary and Jesus Christ are listed as Capricorn <laughs> Risings on yeah. Astro Theme. Um, how, how do they know? I don't know. I think it's probably divined. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Ariana Grande. Oh uh, wow, Chris- she's she's such a cap rising. Yes, Cristiano is. Ronaldo, Prince Harry, Kylie Jenner, Gwen Stefani. Oh, Queen Elizabeth, Zac Efron, Giselle. I am searching for a person of color. Oh, um, Inter- gotta go, gotta keep scrolling. <laughs> uh, I guess I guess a lot of oh Lenny Kravitz. There we go. Ah, oh, gotta love that video where. Dick pops out. Just uh, if you haven't seen it, definitely Google it. But that's interesting. The ones you said of just like, oh, yeah, like my like my look is figured out. Like I got like I'm this is what I'm doing. When you hear my name, you understand what I'm about. And I think they do want to like put everything kind of out like on the table. Like this is what I'm into, honey. Like no questions. public too i yeah. can't think of a more like my look needs to communicate who i am kind of rising sign where it's like yep here it is yeah product ready to go to print uh-huh. i also see um simple like uh-huh. i have mm-hmm. a friend i don't know her rising sign but one of the things she always says is i like it because it's simple <laughs> and it'll it could be like an outfit or like food or whatever and it's like i like that like especially for rising where it's like yeah, I like this like simple shirt and it's comfortable and like conveys what I want it to convey mm-hmm. and it's easy. It's mm-hmm. it's true. Everyone has like a very like simple, elegant Elegant style. for sure. Not simple like No, but, like it's cl- it's timeless. In a lot of ways yeah. it's timeless and also I think a cap rising is going to be like Spe- buy a $60 black button down shirt, right, right. not the $12 yes. black button down shirt. It's going to fit better. You're going to keep it longer. And it's just, I'm going to wear this also every day. So We're thinking simple wedding dress. Like mm-hmm. it's not like a, like a too much wedding dress is too much, you know? Yes, totally. Yes. Uh, cat moons. Hey. Love them. Hey babe. Also like so many, I've, we talked about this, I think before and just, general chit chat but it, so many comedians capricorn moons so many comedians have capricorn moons like i feel like we there was like a long list of just which i mean it makes sense you're not going to get wrapped up in the you know sweeping feelings of the world it's very just like scientifically taking a peek and looking under the hood of everybody i think the shitty stereotype is that they don't emote which i think is and again going back to scorpio stuff i think it's similar of like yeah to their friend of 12 years of course they're going to emote but like to like the person on the bus are they gonna like pour their heart out like a gemini probably probably not as much um and that's probably (laughs) for the best for for everybody i think they um 
do feel proud with like seeing growth in themselves, seeing growth in the people around them, seeing growth in their life, seeing growth, just like the accomplishment elements of Capricorns. That's going to feed a Cap Moon soul versus kind of like the flightiness of emotions between a bunch of scattered ass people. Julia, as a Cap Moon expert. Comment. Well, I mean, yes, I agree with that. The word that March and McEvers use is emotionally reserved, mm. which I think I like. I like that because I think it is... I like the idea of like having a large reserve of emotions, but making sure that you are only using them sparingly where it's like you can't, I think Capricorn moons do feel deeply things, but they wait to determine if this is the time to like, is this a feeling time or is this a acknowledging our feelings and moving past them kind of time where it's like, do I need to be the one that, gets over this okay is this but Mm -hmm. like i have a lot of cash in the bank and i'm saving it up and sometimes we never use it sometimes we just save it and that's the the downfall (laughs) being too uh fiscally conservative with our emotional bank Mm -hmm. um but i think it also is like but emotions do exist. I yes, think like exactly. The, the, it's like acknowledging that you, sometimes you do need to let them out. Sometimes you do need to spend a little more frivolously um, or it can't hurt, especially if you've saved a lot. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, it's what do you say? But what are you saving it up for? Mm-hmm. Like having again, having kind of a purpose behind it and making sure that it's being used. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's also like a, a good. Um, a practical one and it's like okay well what are we gonna do about it it's not getting hung up on on the why this okay it happened so what so now what Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. bradley pitt oh um i never think i've ever heard him as bradley (laughs) i I, I call him hello bradley pitt uh george clooney amy winehouse julia loken ryan gosling Um, David Beckham, Kourtney Kardashian, Matt Damon, Melania Trump. Oh, Cher, Uh-oh. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know it. Yes. Holy shit. Um, ooh, Reese Witherspoon, John Bon Jovi. There's a lot. There's it's, a lot. I think that ma- makes sense but in those, terms of being ambitious, and it's also an idea of like, okay, well, am I going to let my feelings stop me from doing something? No, you got to put. You got to be impersonal about it you don't really think that list right there isn't people i would think of as very not that it's again i don't mean it as a shade like they're not emotive but they are very like i got it like it's like i got this shit you're not gonna like see them wild out like in this like just like predictable sorts of ways it is very like mm -hmm, like keeping it's keeping that presence and keeping that like again respect and power and just like even just thinking of Reese Witherspoon who's an Aries and Cat Moon and that is very like ambition like it makes sense she's fucking Tracy Flick in election like it's just like mm-hmm. I'm like I'm here and ambitious and I'm doing and I'm doing my things uh Capricorn Mercury uh I mean I think this is the person like I mentioned with the pickle jars this person is breaking down those IKEA instructions they're decoding I think there's someone that can process information or sometimes I think some signs and some people might feel and again just a preference everything's going to depend on your aspects and houses y'all y'all know this if you've come this far um but I think decoding breaking down like maybe probably a good mediator and can like really just take in info and really lay it out versus maybe some other 
signs and placements that might feel a little more emotionally swayed. Again, this is going to like really just being like, I've taken stock of how I feel and also what needs to be done. And the verdict is, <laughs> you know, let's go with our feelings or let's go with our this. Like, I think going back into not being emotionless, they know when to use the emotions when it's time, like when again, time when it's time to do it. Um, yeah, and they can put hard stops to probably dumb, shitty conversations too and just be like, can we like, like move to something else now? Thanks and please. March McEvers call this placement serious. <laughs> I think it's also a funny sign, a funny placement too, again, where you're being really blunt and um, uh, I don't have time for this. What are we talking about? Like, or what are you, what are you asking? Get to the move point. It along. It's a very get to the point. I feel like a cat Mercury is also like, while this maybe might be more moon Venusy, is not afraid to do like a little eye like okay like enough <laughs> i've heard mm-hmm. i've heard i've heard from you keep it moving mm-hmm. i see these people as being sort of iconic in their own right and and not necessarily for their vocal patterns or the way they speak or you know um taylor swift michelle obama brad pitt shakira elvis david bowie jim morrison um billy eilish James Dean. I mean, they're all like, they all have quite a style. Yes, well, all, and and some of them vocally and stuff, but but uh, but even I think the idea of accomplishing something with words sure. and having your words speak to a great being used as representative for something bigger reaching the biggest amount i mean these are also huge some of the biggest pop stars of all time i are think here. too like communicating this simple idea of this is who i am by taking the stage like elvis or david bowie where it's like yeah i have on makeup or like i'm wearing this fucking glitter full-on suit it's like you are still communicating via like you're still expressing yourself via how you've dressed or the way you move or whatever. So well, interesting. It's, it's what's interesting too is like you know obviously Bowie wanted to spark conversation about like by pushing looks of androgyny and you know femininity and all that. But on the flip side, which I think is interesting now, I'm obviously a different generation is Billie Eilish who's doing the opposite and it says I'm never gonna wear form fitting clothing because I don't want. I'm 17 and you shouldn't be talking about how I have big boobs and how I like my bo- like I'm gonna like deep body myself and i think that's like such an interesting like stance for a young woman to take uh, well i mean to be taken very like seriously and conservatively and, and not and i'm to communicating let, to you this is not okay and oh and i'm let, literally and telling t- you this is why because I'm doing i want this. you to take my words seriously and hear me and and understand what i'm saying because this is powerful so i don't want anything again that like keeping it simple where it's like it's simpler to get this out of the way so you can hear what i'm saying even with that lame and i hate late night talking points because they're just made up clickbait but the one where it's like billy eilish has never heard of van halen and it's like jimmy fallon be like do you know van halen she's like "Mm." and i feel like some pop star celebrities would be like is that weird i don't know and she's like no (laughs) i haven't it it makes sense for the time i was born that i've never heard of van halen and also it's not like they're not the fucking beatles dude it's van, van halen, halen. yeah cares. and also i'm sure i if love she, van halen yeah. by the way but like also yeah. i'm sure if she heard jump she'd be like oh yeah that like yeah. <laughs> i didn't know that so oh that song that's on at walgreens all the time <laughs> <Yeah>. sure <laughs> billy eilish doesn't go to walgreens also billy eilish has new yes. <laughs> no, I know. also she has new uh la have you heard her lax spots no but i heard that she has them. she's like hi i'm billy eilish and la is my home and favorite place to be welcome to lax <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so like 
monotone. Oh. And it's like, yeah, that's, right. that's where I'm from. Even though Billie Eilish straight up thought she was Billie Eilish. Wouldn't that doesn't sound like a nice yeah. British name? Yeah. Billie yeah. Eilish. But she's from Highland she's Park. From Highland Park. Los Angeles. Um, Venus. Venus. Cat Venus. Um, I feel like we've had a lot of previous guests with Cat Venus. I don't know. I feel like we've talked about Capricorn Venus quite a bit. Definitely values ambition, hard work, stability. Um, I wrote down like when I was thinking about Capricorn Venus placements that like no scrubs would be like such the Cap Venus anthem. And then I was like, does anyone in TLC have a Cap Venus? And of course, Chili does have a Cap Venus. And T-Boss has a Cap Moon. But T-Boss and Left Eye also share a Taurus Venus. So I think that makes sense that all these Earth Earth Venuses were like, no, no no scrubs. Go make money. Move out of your mom's house get a phone plan like thank you so much mm-hmm. um so a partner that can obviously hold their own and don't need their handheld is sexy to a cat venus they show me that you can hang without me show me that you can go to a party and talk to other people and not like be like mimi i need you and i think that's really going to be key to a capricorn venus feeling like oh i love you i think it's valuing sustainability yeah valuing this um the word is dedicated this is one that I get all the time. People asking me, will you look at my chart about my this and this? Yeah. And I, for some reason, a lot of the love questions I get have Cap Venus. I think it's because they, they have high standards, but also um, they don't, they're not the kind of people that want to like enact those standards on other people, but they still have the standards, you know? Yeah. yeah. They're not going to be like, sorry, you have to be fucking two-bedroom apartment or nothing but it, no, they want but a two-bedroom like, apartment or nothing you know mm-hmm. yeah so uh some of the peoples are bradley pitt <laughs> wow he's uh quite quite happy he's got some caps uh steve jobs britney spears scarlett johansson elvis again miley justin timberlake bjork uh tyra banks bradley cooper alicia keys that's interesting. Michael Jordan. I, that's interesting for Brittany. And I think I talked about it on Brittany's gram back in the day before um, that everything blew up. Uh, but just like, it's interesting. Brittany kept picking partners who couldn't really do those cat Venusy things. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it's hard, especially since she's a Sagittarius aqua moon like you don't it's hard to admit that you want someone that fucking has a job. It sounds boring. Stable. Like, sound, yeah, yeah. Like it sounds lame, but it's it's gonna like sustain you it's gonna sustain you and it's gonna make you not have to be the cool one or the word one to pick up the bill or like do those things that like do build up over it's so time that you can be a fun free sagittarius yes and it That's- makes sense that now she's with sam who like while he is trying to climb is has his personal trainer job he's doing his like he does have his own thing he does have his own identity and thing that he's doing while he is maybe a little climbery with britney but whatever what can you do at least he's like working unlike some exes of britney yes Anywho, Cat Mars. Mars. Um, this is an exalted placement. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a Mars that's up for a challenge. Uh, you know, I feel like they're going to race you if you want to challenge them to a race to the door. They're like, oh, yeah. Um, I think there's some people who talk a big game and like say like, oh, I've done this. And then they do it and they're okay. But a Capricorn Mars is someone that like steps up and does something and is like amazing at it. And everyone's like, whoa, you're really good. What? And they're, and they're like, oh, yeah. I wanted to show you, I didn't mention them. I spent seven years at like wiffle ball training camp and I'm actually like, I think they're not, they're just going to like demonstrate and then they, after you're wowed, then show you like actually, and here's the reveal, like, and which I think is just so much 
I can with my Gemini placements can like talk a big game and then I'm like, whoops, I didn't do as good <laughs> as I said I was going to. But at Capricorn is the again the reserve. I think cautious is maybe where some of this comes in, where it's not cautious. It's just fucking smart negotiate and smart demonstrating and negotiating. Um, they're ambitious and have stamina, like kind of like they're Aries, Mars, brother in like they're just doing it. Well, it's the word is commanding. And I think that that totally fit or it's like they're the if the, if Mars is like war, they're the fucking highest ranking general that tells everybody what to do, but also has to bear that weight of like, Oh, you, they're the person that pushes the button or makes the call. That's like, they're going to have to live with how the rest of these soldiers, like what happens to them Mm -hmm. because they're responsible for it. So it's not just like fighting. You have to know when to not fight too, because you don't want to lose your warriors. Mm -hmm. Totally. Who Who are they? Bradley Pitt. (laughs) He's so cap. I had no idea. Wow. Um, Albert Einstein, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Shakira, Christina Aguilera, Julia Roberts, David Bowie, Nicki Minaj, mm. Robert Pattinson, oh. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> oh, what a what a Elaine Delon, our old friend. Elaine, oh yeah, so that like sexy <laughs> like French actor. Oh, Lindsay, interesting. So she's a her Mars is in opposition to her son. She's a Cancer son mm-hmm. in. Very interesting. Her desires versus self. Um, I could, I mean, I would love to just have a Lindsay Lohan dedicated. (laughs) I want to talk about Mykonos. I want to talk about (laughs) Syrian refugees. Like, it's just so much involved. Jupiter. Capricorn, Capricorn. which is where we are right now, um, just recently. So, Jupiter's obviously. It is in fall in this placement. Jupiter's obviously more of the freewheeling planet, the fun, the freedom, the like, woo. And obviously, Capricorn is the Saturn energy of structure. And um, I think as far as where the personal plans are more, I think personality things and we're getting more out to the interpersonal, whatever. I think there's going to be some lessons to learn of like what rules are meant to be broken, what things you can, uh, you know, adapt and not be so rigid. I think they, on a positive side, they obviously know how to put in the hard work needed to make luck kind of work for them in tangent rather than just kind of rely solely on just like circumstances at being. Um, But I think it's cool. I mean, it's, I'm in, I'm intrigued with this Capricorn Jupiter energy that we've moved into. Uh, I'm, I'm in, I'm into it. It reminds me of that quote. That's like luck is preparation meeting opportunity. Yes, 1,000. Capricorn, yeah. Jupiter is the preparation part and also just like the seizing the opportunity and being able to like recognize when it's time to uh, cash in. Yeah, I mean, it's like right place. Jupiter's that right place, right time. And then Capricorn's like the right person and, and doing, and and going doing for it. it. Yes, Actually executing on the, on the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time because I don't like a lot of these people. Oh. Um, I wonder if that's because of this Capricorn Jupiter. I don't know. I mean, do they feel it's opportunistic? Like Zuckerberg and like, you know what I mean? It's I mean, like, ring that. Ooh, bell I feel like just that rang. totally. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean it fits. Uh, Eminem, Scarjo. Okay, those three right there. And again, if you're fans of them, whatever. But talk about like they just do they. And again, I think it goes with Capricorns. They like what they like. And their ain't turning Zuckerberg likes being a creepy little online troll. And he made a fucking one of the most powerful companies and is one of the richest men in the world. ScarJo, 
acting career i did like marriage story uh acting career has had some very questionable choosings of roles and things she but said boy has bo- she capitalized on opportunities yes and, and not people to, not to be like oh she hasn't she why i think to me it's like not questioning when you are given opportunity to help you excel and same with eminem it's like the fact that he's revered as one of the best rappers in the world one of the best and it's like yeah He's like the like you love this white rapper when all these like black people have been doing this for way longer before. But he and he just came in the game and changed it all. He came. In, he also came in our game during TRL and made it obs- like monstrously funny music videos at the time. And like, again, it's the right place, right time. And hey, I'm going to be like the white rapper well, in the game. Good. And, he wasn't bad. And he wasn't That's bad. The thing where it's like if you can back it up. But would that fly now as much? Probably not. But like, hey, at the, that time, it was what the people were they're wanted. They're Find some babes in here. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson yet again. I Beethoven. mean, I, I, that goes. Beethoven. Uh, we have Jack Nicholson. He's great. Uh, Khloe Kardashian. I mean, they do. They kind of go where they're called. Don't and doubt like, your. Don't doubt. Don't doubt it when opportunity knocks. Fucking go. Dude. The word that they use is expedient. Yeah, Which I think it's like, yeah, I mean, it, just let it happen. Uh, Saturn, of course, this is where uh, Capricorn is dignified. This is the domicile <laughs> placement. We're in it. We're in it. I got it. Lisa I got, got it. Lisa got it. I caught it. <laughs> I'm in it. Um, I mean, I the thought. The HPV of the Zodiac. <laughs> I, we all have Everybody's it. Everybody's got it. <laughs> uh, I've thought a lot about these outer Capricorn things just because it's something that in my chart and I've looked more into it than maybe other outer things. Um, obviously time is a big part of Capricorn and Saturn. Like don't waste my time. Uh, I think Saturn Capricorn people do think a lot about order. And I think it's like a time period of generation, th- generationally thinking about order. What, when order is necessary, when it's not, when it's uh, works for us, when it works against us, when we might need new order, how does it that wasn't how a new order song goes but insert new order song here (laughs) um and you know determination like this is like it's working it's i mean think sometimes can work maybe to a fault and maybe that goes again with our pride in work too lisa because i think sometimes i think and maybe that's the aries moon we where i'm like oh no i don't identify my, my work but i also have a sixth house capricorn saturn and like i also stay in jobs like way too fucking long and also like just want to prove that i'm like smarter and better than like everybody when it's like no one asked you to ever do that and uh who was that for <laughs> probably just yourself mm-hmm. but um what is the word is organizing yeah okay barack obama oh he's Rihanna. our Oh uh, yeah, Princess Di, George Clooney, Emma Watson, is skipping over you, Adele. Ah, our 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 contemporaries and our uh, and our Stevie, obviously. Oh yes, dear. Uh, Uranus, Uranus, Cap Uranus. I mean, obviously, ca- Caps. You guys have it. We got it. I caught them all, dude. Yeah, I caught all those back. Gotta catch them all. I think obviously gotta not- cap them all. <laughs> Probably not the most chill with change, which is what Uranus is uh, all about. Uh, I think natally it's like could be a lot more patience with change, though, like on a po- like more positive outlook. Um, and I think, again, I kind of mentioned it before. I think when a cap does get sudden change, 
it can feel I think that's when you do see that all of a sudden raw emotional reaction because it's surprising and usually it's hard to surprise a Capricorn um but again it's just all working towards their new perspective shift and it's going to be something that they're gonna like oh wow I didn't expect to fall on my ass Good thing I know that that's something that makes me fall on my ass now. Like, gonna roll with that. Well, the word that Marcia McEvers uses is constructive, which I think is is apt because, like what you said, that's like learning, taking constructive criticism, learning mm-hmm. from your mistakes, learning from change, learning from what didn't work. But I think it also is like demanding that any change not be, don't change just for change's sake. Right. It's change that actually is meaningful, that actually helps solves a problem Mm -hmm. so i think it's like maybe less in the kind of traditional capricorn versus aquarius uh vibe it's maybe less like flashy and uh like uh oh brand spanking new or whatever never before seen and more like oh but that that's an invention that like truly changes everybody's lives on like a minor scale or whatever Teresa. Oh, and then like all the people in our yeah, you know, generation. Just anyone who was probably born in 1988 to whatever yeah. seven plus seven years or so. Um, Neptune, Capricorn, Neptune. Also, we all have this. Have caught it. Um, I think you know Capricorns do value style, and um, I think Capricorns are kind of taste snobs. I think they do really think that they what they like is like the coolest shit. Uh, if they hate something, they like really are like, oh, I can't even, I can't believe you like Eminem, like like I just did just now. Um, so I think they can be very like know it y and very like have take pride in like it's they take pride in the way they dress, the things that they have, like the, their taste that they have, the food that they like, like they want everything to be the total package, um, which I think goes with that earthy kind of perfectionism sort of things, um, and. I mean, they're probably got to learn how to maybe adapt to other people's contributions and ideas. Um, might not be the quickest thing for them while they can work hard and stamina through when they have their idea of like, oh my God, this is going to be the best way to bake this bread. And someone's like, actually like that, like ingredient kind of sucks. Let's do this. And they're like, but I've been, I bought it and I've been practicing with this ingredient and like, that's all I know. And it's like, well, it's time to like do it. It's like, and it is that it's like, all right, fine. I'm constructing learning, but it doesn't feel good to do, (laughs) to do it this way. But alas, here I go. Uh, The word is earthbound. Yeah. There's a lot of people that we are all pretty familiar with. I found a woman named Helena Blavatsky. Oh, Madam Blavatsky. Maybe she created the, Theosophical Society. So, um, a lot of like occult stuff. Yeah. So, um, that's cool that she's in there. Okay. And then it's just like people of our generation. I mean, we were like that huge stellium, which we talked about in the stellium episode, that cap generation of just stellium overload. Um, and Capricorn and Pluto, Pluto which we're also in it. We're in it right now. We entered in um, 2008. We're going to be in this till uh, January 21st, 2024. The last time Pluto was in Capricorn was from November 1762 until uh, December 1778. Um, so it's been a while. We're back here again. Uh, I mean, I think it's interesting this entered in 20, 2008 when like, I mean, the recession and the housing crisis and just, like, all this, like, 
you know, the gig, the jig is up, like this is all fucked up. And now obviously from 20, 2008 to 2024, so much has happened. And I know you can say that about any time, but technology wise, so much shit has happened and technology mixed in with society and obviously how we present ourselves and how we want to be seen and how we work and how we, how we structure ourselves. So I think that all kind of fits with this Pluto-y well, I think generation. Like, depending on the year too, it's all, there is no word for Marching McEvers because it was written, uh, they stop at Sagittarius. Wow. Uh, it's an older book. Um, but I think the idea of calling into question power structures at each different time where it's like okay 2008 this is banks house wall street housing markets mm-hmm. whatever and going on i'm not gonna i can't come up with one for each year because i think it like continues on but going through the full 30 degrees of pluto and capricorn it's like go- just going through different different things are up for reevaluation. Mm-hmm. i think it's very this is uh you know you can only try to put a circle in a square until you got to go get in like a square and just change and change your shit. And I think it's, it is like that reevaluation of who's leading this, who's in charge and are you doing a good job? And uh, are you thinking about, are you taking things personal? Are you using mm-hmm. your, or how are you wielding this power? Are you abusing pyre, power at the highest order because you've gotten the highest power mm-hmm. or are you making sure that it's going out to help the most amount of people and, and, seeing yourself i think it totally makes sense thinking about that about the quote about like the presidents of that where it's like not to say that presidents have done a good job at anything but but that idea of like are you gonna are you gonna be a figurehead or are you gonna be a fucking diva yeah all right i'm gonna be missy elliott right now let let me blow your mind hell yeah dude it's the um pluto of the united states Ah. So the Declaration of Independence was signed during Capricorn and Pluto. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. Which I think totally makes sense thinking about uh, revolting a nation who was, you know, taxing their people without letting them vote and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is kind of how I think we're all kind of collectively feeling at the <laughs> moment. Like, uh, it's, yeah. we don't have health care. We don't, we're not allowed to, like, I mean, obviously we can vote, but. Um, you know, but yeah, we, our structures, we feel like a lot our of power our structures are aren't not, working for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. we feel like a lot of our freedoms are being are ta- are uh, unrealistic. Well, and um, also we see how they're working, and it's not working for us. So what's something needs to happen? Well, and I would say on either side, depending on which way you look at it, I think everybody is dissatisfied with how the system works. Some people feel like it that means no system is better and other people are like no we need a better different we need to repair the system or whatever so it's it's all that all makes sense too Mm. in terms of like maybe not baby out with the bathwater or burn it the fuck down it's pluto yeah i also have napoleon uh beethoven right Yes, Beethoven, Blue Ivy Carter, Northwest, <laughs> all those new babies coming in. Ah, all the new babies. Even just like, God, from 2008 to 2024, I just think of like AOC even on Twitter when someone, some like pundit is like, oh, you're just a bartender in this. And she's like, yeah, I am a bartender that like w- is a part of the people and work their way up. And your point, everyone knows this already. Like get a new fucking thing. Like, and it's just very like, no, like I'm shutting, like, cap cap mercury i'm shutting it down like this your point goes nowhere and i don't even need it so mm-hmm. thank you thank you goodbye love it shall we marry fucking kill some motherfuckers Let's do it. okay Let's do it. 
let's start with Cap Suns, Cap Moons. Um, this first one I think is oh so fitting. Susan Lucci. Ooh. I mean, staying power. Yes. So, I'm waiting until the win. And wait until she gets that goddamn Emmy. Yeah. Um, we, you know her. You might love her, but we've talked about her a bunch. Triple Cap. Zoe, Zoe Deschanel. Chanel. I mean, can you get more Cap than her? And then Dave Matthews. Oh. Capricorn, sun and moon. Into me. (laughs) So Susan Lucci, uh, Zoe Deschanel, Deschanel. and Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. Um, Okay. Wow. I think I'm going to marry Susan Lucci. Um, I hate to... I hate to kill not the I I want to play by Lisa's rule which is you know you kill the man <sighs> maybe I am killing Dave I don't know if I want to fuck Zoe though really she's cute she is cute have you seen her without the glasses yes it's so weird oh, you sent me that I think probably but I, I also shook. it's she looks like the like when she's sans bangs and glasses you're like who whom are you shapeshift well she found her look and when you find a look you hang honey you hang on tight and you don't let I go think I, met, I see her in my head without glasses i guess she i feel like sometimes she wears the wiry thin or none but bangs are bangs always. for sure when she has no bangs that's very very fucking yeah weird. i don't know maybe i would i'm this is a hard one this is a toughie I, i'll say i don't think i'm able to play by my own rule on this one yeah no personally i I'm not very familiar with Susan Lucci, and so it terrifies me a little bit to marry. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I also do not like Zoe Deschanel, and I, not that I don't like her because I don't know her, but I don't want to be around the new girl really that much. So I am gonna kill her, and I am gonna marry Dave Matthews. Unfortunately, so you're gonna fuck Susan because I just don't know her. I had to Google it, and then I still really didn't. It didn't jog anything for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I. She's adorable. I'm sure she'll be nice in bed. I am feeling kind of hesitant now about my decision to marry her because you're right. I do not know that much about her. I know nothing. But really. I also don't want to marry Zoe. This is a hard. That's I it. was not That's expecting it. this to be hard and this feels very practical. Um, I guess I got. OK, I'm going to fucking scrap it. I'm going to marry Dave. Wow. I think I'm going to fuck Zoe and I'm going to kill Susan. Dave does have the winery. So Dude, Dave, might, also, Dave might be a good time with a little acoustic guitar. And I'm going to use. No, I mean, I, yeah, I'm marrying Dave. All right. I'm definitely killing Dave. I can't. The music. There's like a song or two that I a high school me jived with. But every every day, every day with Dave. <laughs> I don't know. I got to kill him. Sorry, Susan. Hey, she's got that syndicated money. I think she, she's a babe. I'll marry. Her. I don't know. We we'll, we can get divorced. There's no rule that you have to stay married That's forever. True. We might divorce does exist in this game. <laughs> in remember. this in this universe. And I think I'll fuck Zoe. It happens in fifty percent of fuck Mary kills. Actually. <laughs> 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 and I, yeah, I think I'll fuck Zoe because I don't know why not. I'd like to hear some Ben Gibbard stories, and she seems like she'd be she's cute. She'd be fun. Why not? We'll have some whatever. We'll have some light beers. Whatever, fuck her. We'll Come on. We'll have some light know. beers so and I a don't boink. Want some quirky shit happening. That's what I'm. Really I just don't want her. Her, yeah, her quirky voice. Oh. What if that's what she says when she comes? Quirky. <laughs> um, some other. I'm coming. Some other caps. <laughs> some other caps. Sun cap moons. Uh, 
Jimmy Buffett, Annie Lennox, Donna Summer, Tyrese Gibson. Um, Elaine Hendricks, if you don't know, is the evil stepmom yes. from Parent Trap. And, and she's in Romy Michelle's High School Reunion. And she's and like, actually, they have great lines. Yes. And she's the editor of Vogue. And yes. I feel like she always plays very similar characters. And on she's Twitter, she still very much regrams and retweets things about being that evil stepmom and being Evian from Superstar, like yes. that like powerful fashion bitch. Um, so I just, I thought that very much fit with, with she her. She is such a capstone cap moon. Also, Paula Poundstone, Harmony Corinne, Lin-Manuel Miranda, our friend that we saw Whoa. in New York. Yeah. But also all those people really oh God, I like... I forgot we saw him. <laughs> <laughs> also, all those people really like what they like. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly, like well, they are very the whole thing. I mean, yeah. talk about they live the whole it. they live the whole thing. Love it. Um, also, honorable mention to as another three caps on cap movement. I kept rising, which we talked about with our triple cap. Jessica Lignano uh, was James Earl Jones as well. Uh, yeah. So cap son cap rising. Mary fuck kill. We're going to do Diane Sawyer. OK, John Legend and Anthony Hopkins. OK. I got this one on lock. <laughs> go, you go. I gotta. This is I, heavy in my heart. John Hopkins is the medical guy. Oh no, oh, Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. He's oh. um the Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. Oh, I don't know. Never mind. I thought it was the guy. <laughs> the doctor. The yeah, I was like, you're out of here, dude. I don't know. <laughs> you. Fucking dead, bro. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I I was jumping at the bit to marry John Legend. Really, <laughs> that was really what it is. Yeah, I feel like you gotta marry john legend i don't know i saw him at italy he's very small and not, I know, to, not to hate not to I, not I would marry diane sawyer too those two so it's like i probably would marry the hannibal guy too oh anthony hopkins okay it is he's but a, he has amazing social media feed also just watched he's in the new two popes movie very good um he's just he's a, he's a legend he's just like a legendary actor he's and he seems like a nice guy I know this is a tough like all these three are very again cap rising they're very like put together like they charm you over they've done their work they're putting the hours you know I'm gonna marry Anthony Hopkins I'm gonna fuck John Legend and I'm sorry Diane it does mean I have to kill you but it is so not personal um I just I'm a star fucker you know <laughs> <laughs> She's going off the star meter strictly for this F. No, I want to be. I want to be like serenaded in my pussy (laughs) (laughs) inside of it. I'm gonna go with my original instinct. I'm gonna sleep with Diane Sawyer and marry John Legend and kill Anthony Anthony. Hopkins. All right, I'm gonna uh, marry Anthony Hopkins. I mean, just legendary career and seems like it just seems fun. Has some cats. Uh, I think I'll fuck a, like a 1981 Diane Sawyer if I'm allowed to transcend time. Sure. Capricorn sound off. Let me know. And I, I think John Legend is a perfectly fine person. Just he was wearing this really bad baseball jacket <laughs> at the Italy. I like couldn't stop judging his outfit. And and again, he probably really liked this baseball jacket and probably felt really confident. <laughs> Buying fresh pasta at Italy. And I liked, we obviously have the same taste and, you know, at the same vibe, but it just, you're not, he has Chrissy. It's fine. It'll, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. I love them together too. So uh, I don't want to ruin it, but you know, why Cap, do? Cap Sag. Cap Sag. I know. Cap I'm like, Sag I it. Um, That's it. Yeah. Well, Cap. Thanks for being patient, Caps, and waiting for your turn. Yes. At the end. It was worth the rule. wait, I hope. Yeah. Um, we love you and thank Appreci- you. Appreciate you, which I'm sure you appreciate yes. hearing. 
keep up the great work. We know you don't need our encouragement because you're going to do it anyways, but Mm -hmm. you're doing great. Uh, Pat yourself on the back. Give yourself a little treat. Yeah. Do something wild. And and enjoy being the fabulous fucking Capricorn that you are. Um, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at whatsyoursignpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?